people it's your boy Caesar here with another hybrid club one shot how you doing how you living um just thought i'd check in this morning uh, again you can find us on instagram twitter at the hybrid club you can find me at c-c-e-a-s-e-s-a-y-s um yeah just a quick catch up this morning um based on some of the news we heard deal for lucas torero to galatasaray has finally gone through we're talking about i think it's uh seven million euros maybe um you know thankfully it's gone i mean at this point i don't even know if he knows which club in turkey he's playing for um it's always interesting you know when players say that they're really happy to be there and they're excited for the project you know he spent nearly a week stalling on the deal in the hopes they could go to italy or spain but i'm not going to begrudge the guy you know we all have places we want to work more than others and you know you might be working in one place if an opportunity came to go somewhere else you you might jump at the chance so i'm not going to hold it against him i just find it funny but it does mean you know it's another seven million euros in the uh, in the bank, and to be honest, we need all the money we can get. I think it's going to be a case, obviously, that most of our transfers are going to be, you know, for smaller fees, nominal fees, less than we'd like. So we need them to aggregate. We need them to top, you know, top each other up, and we'll see what we have by the end of the window. Um, I think that's a really important point because we still got a few players to move on and. You know, one thing about the Torero deal I do find interesting, just quickly before I move on, is the fact that we wouldn't do business with Fiorentina. The reports were that you know they were looking to drop the fee a little bit below 10, 10 million euros, you know, somewhere around the eight or nine million euros, and then we've sold Torero for less here. So it does make me wonder whether that was a point of principle or whether the structuring of the deal that was being offered was just ridiculously low or, or you know. Um, not worth doing the deal so I do wonder with uh, you know either way I'm not particularly bothered the most important thing that he's gone and it's a permanent deal so it doesn't really matter either way but it's just an interesting point um, but yeah moving on there are a few more players we've we've got to get, got to get rid of we've already you know sold the likes of Torreira uh, Mavropanos went uh, with the deal that was already agreed last season same with Genduzzi Leno's gone to Fulham um so it is, you know, we're looking at around 20 million in sales, um, which isn't great, but particularly when you look at the caliber of players, but when you look at them each in context, you can understand how, uh, you know, we, we kind of got there for the most part. I still think the Leno one is, is ridiculously low, particularly given that we're selling to another Premier League club, but it is what it is. I don't think we wanted to, to play a game of chicken to get to the end of the window to see if we could end up with a bidding more to increase the price. I think it was just a case of he's a good professional. We have a fee letting go um, but yeah we've still got the likes of Pablo Mari who looks like he's heading off to Hellas Verona on a permanent deal in Italy if all reports are to be believed which is great you know you know the, the option with Monza um, alone with an obligation to buy if they stay up yeah, football football anything can happen so much rather a deal that, that sees a player move permanently or alone with an obligation certainly um so the fact that the Hellas Verona move seems to be a permanent one, my understanding is the Hellas Verona manager is the manager who managed Maria Udinese. So great that the person coming in for him has a prior relationship already. It should mean that it'll be easy to get that deal done. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we're looking at uh, Maitland-Niles, Reese Nelson, Alex Renison. The reports are that Alex Renison is potentially negotiating a deal to a Turkish team uh, this, you know, for this week potentially. Um, We'll see what happens there. He definitely needs to go. My guess is that'll be another loan, but to be honest, as long as he's out of the squad, we can find an opportunity to try and negotiate a deal. I suspect he's one who's just going to end up going on loan perpetually until his contract runs down 
or we're going to do some kind of loan with an obligation um, you know towards the end uh, when he gets to two years left so that he spends you know we get a little bit of money a nominal fee or maybe we just get to a one year one year left and cancel the contracts but I, I just think it's just either going to be loans just perpetually until his, his contract runs down or a loan with an obligation um, but let's just hope he goes because it's not right for him to be here at the club it's not his level um, he needs to go somewhere where he can play and it is his level so fingers crossed we can get that done um, and then it just leaves the curious case of Reese Nelson and Maitland Niles neither one of which has had much interest but I suspect it's because we're going to see clubs come in at the end of the window for either of them um, with a fee far less than we'd like for either of them um, but that we're going to have to take because they're just not going to be here if you look at the match day squad neither one of them I think um, sorry rather Maitland Niles didn't get close to it I don't think he will other than maybe Cup and Europa League but at his age was he 24 10 25 there's no way that's right Reese Nelson definitely needs to play he spent far too long on the periphery of the Arsenal first team um, bear in mind both of them came through the academy broke into the first team got the first team squad numbers and won a trophy with the Arsenal so you know that is that is making it in football terms you know whether or not they go on to have a fantastic career at Arsenal whether they go on to have a good career or decent career somewhere else doesn't matter you know they've quote unquote made it now it's for them to push on and see how far they can go so I don't personally for me I don't think that's going to be with us and I don't think it should be at this stage you know I, I love a comeback story I love a redemption arc you know the two of them put their head down in training suddenly turn into brilliant players you can give the squad give the squad something extra I'd love nothing more than that but doesn't look likely at this stage so my guess is we'll see them move on but I suspect that'll be end of the window potentially even deadline day movements out so the real question is with Torreira gone with Runison potentially going with Mari potentially going um, have we have there been enough outgoings now to free up space in the squad for an incoming in central midfield number eight wide forward that's going to be the real question or do we need you know one of the young English, English lads to go before we can do that um, last conversation Bellerin and he probably is the most interesting story in terms of outgoings um, yet to do it looks like uh, his representatives will be at the club this week to negotiate some kind of resolution I suspect we're going to see some kind of facilitation of his move you know if there's any player uh, it's just my personal opinion but if there's any player who warrants that it's Bellerin um, been fantastic for the club won multiple trophies um, you know really came through for us signed a massive contract at a time when he potentially had other options when he was still at sort of his peak um, you know you could argue that that contract extension didn't work out but like I said he did stay and win trophies with the club so you know six of one half done the dozen of the other as the saying goes so me personally I just think as much as I really really would like to get some fee from Betis for him if he walks away from from his contract you know that's no small fee I mean if you're owed millions and millions of pounds it's not Frankie de Jong levels don't get me wrong but he's still owed millions and if he walks away from that to join his boyhood club then you can't really argue with it um, you know I know people are saying but if someone buys him we get the fee and don't have to pay his wages I get that but if the fee we're going to get is like £500,000 a million pounds or worse yet if no one's willing to pay a fee um, or rather if no one's willing to pay a fee in the sense of a club that Bellerin's willing to go to we don't want him sat here he doesn't want to be here so 
I can see an argument for, again, playing a game of chicken and just holding on to him and saying to Betis, you've got to the end of the window to come with some money, otherwise someone will, otherwise he's going to be here. But I don't think he wants to be in the squad. I don't think Arteta wants him in the squad. And I don't think it's a personal issue between them. I don't think there's personal beef. I just think it's time, which is why I think the club will be happy to, well, not happy, but they'll certainly be content to facilitate a move. I think that's what's going to happen. And I think if I had to make a prediction by early next week, Bellerin will no longer be an Arsenal player. That's my theory. But let's see how it goes. Anyway, that's it for me. That's a one shot. We've got a full podcast coming later in the week. Um, we'll have a couple more one shots for you over the course of the week. Um, the the podcast episodes on Thursday will have a look back at the uh, Amazon All or Nothing episodes just released, which I believe are going to cover the Abamia exit, which is something we're all interested in seeing. Now, even with this show being you know heavily edited and sanitized, it'll be interesting to see how much of the Abamia issue gets covered and just what we see and how it's you know how it's mentioned. Uh, Gunner blog mentioned on the Ask blog that uh, that. Uh, uh, mentioned on the Oscar section, should say that you know he's had a little preview and uh, it looks a little like um, Arteta. You know he he's he's sort of we're gonna see the we're gonna see the cold Arteta a little bit, which should be interesting because you know I think as a manager you're gonna need a bit of both, aren't you? You're gonna need to be able to get the players to feel something for you, but you're gonna have to let them know that you're in charge at some point as well, just because again elite professionals. They, they need that a little bit you know no one's saying crossing a line or anything but they need to understand who's in charge a little bit just, just to drive a high performance so we'll see how that looks um, so we'll look at the Amazon documentary All or Nothing but we'll also have a look forward to the game against Leicester on the weekend so yeah that's it for me uh, just get in contact love to hear from you uh, love to hear from some fellow gooners just your thoughts on everything going on on transfers on the, on the upcoming game everything like that so again you can find us instagram twitter at the hybrid club um you can find me at c says c-e-a-s-e-s-a-y-y-s um and yeah nothing else to say except enjoy the rest of your day and uh come on you gunners